Welcome to the sermons of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Fort Capel, Saskatchewan. We pray that this may be a blessing to you, and God's Word would dwell richly within your heart. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our second reading, St. Paul writes that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, and reminds us that the prophets said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how, then, shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? Today the church remembers and gives thanks to God for St. Andrew the Apostle, the sent one of Christ. He was sent by Christ to preach the gospel throughout the world and ended up preaching in Scythia and Achaia, so that they too might hear and believe. Eventually, Andrew was martyred for his preaching and was crucified on an X-shaped cross, like his brother, believing that he was not worthy to die in the same manner as his Lord. But before Andrew could be sent by Christ to do this, he first had to hear a preacher proclaiming the gospel to him. He had to have his own eyes opened before he could go to the blind and lead them to the light of Christ, who would open their eyes to see his salvation. This is exactly what happens in our gospel lesson this evening. The next day, John the Baptist stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Later we read that one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew. The other, since he's not named, is obviously St. John, the author of our gospel, who in his humility is loath to ever name himself in his own gospel. St. John the Baptist was the one sent to prepare the way of the Lord, the man who bore witness about the light but was not the light. He was the lantern-bearer before the sunrise. The day before he had said in the hearing of his disciples and of the crowds that gathered at the Jordan River, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Andrew and John were present then, as were many others. But that day they did not rightly hear the word that the forerunner proclaimed. They heard it, but they did not receive it into their hearts. They did not consider it seriously. Instead, they heard it and left it. How often do we too do likewise, brothers and sisters, hearing the word but not receiving it aright? But thanks be to God that he does not rest in this, but continues to call his preachers to continue to preach that word, and his Holy Spirit continues to use the very same efficacious word so that it may overcome our stubbornness and cause us to hear the word rightly. 
And so the next day, John, when standing with two of his disciples, and when he saw Jesus, he said to them, Behold, the Lamb of God. With this simple proclamation of the gospel, which speaks of his saving work as the Lamb of God, the sacrifice for sins, the one who makes peace between God and man, the efficacious word overcomes the stubbornness of Andrew and John, so that they might rightly hear the word and receive it. And through this, the Lord opens their eyes to see the truth that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, that he is the Christ, that he is the long-awaited promised one, that he is the light of the world, the Son of righteousness with healing in his wings. He is the one whose death will take away sin, so that all who call on the name of the Lord in faith will be saved. And his word is just as efficacious today to overcome the hardness of our own hearts and cause us to hear this word rightly. These two disciples of John now saw John's purpose. It was not to create followers for himself, but to prepare disciples for Jesus. I must decrease and he must increase. To preach repentance so that the people would receive Jesus in repentant faith. At this point, when they began to follow Jesus, they ceased being John's disciples and became Jesus's disciples, following him not only on the road, but on the paths to salvation, on the ways of everlasting life. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, what do you seek? He says, what do you seek? Instead of whom do you seek? Because he knows whom they seek. He knows they seek him. For he had opened their eyes to see him and enabled them to seek after him. They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say when translated teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. See how tenderly the apostle and evangelist John remembers these events, including details such as the hour of the day, which has stuck with him since he first began to follow the Lord after his eyes were opened. They were timid and began to follow him, but did not say anything. But Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, turns to them in meekness and humility, in tenderness and love, and invites them to speak with him. And when they say that they wish to know where he is staying, in order that they might be able to come and see him again, to sit at his feet once more, he invites them, saying, Come and see. It's a great thing indeed to know where the Lord is staying, where he lodges. In the Old Testament, during the time of wandering in the wilderness, the tabernacle was in the middle of the camp of Israel. It served as a place where God made himself present in grace to forgive the sins of his people and to serve as a sign of his protection and presence with them. When the temple was built, he filled it with his glory, and it was called the house of the Lord. Not because he dwelt there as if it was his house, in order to see God, you needed to go and knock on the door of the temple and ask if you could come in before speaking your prayers and petitions to him. No, it wasn't like the houses of the idols, 
Solomon knew this, and he said as much in his prayer of dedication, saying, Will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple which I have built. Yet regard the prayer of your servant and his supplication, that your eyes may be open towards this temple day and night, towards the place of which you said, My name shall be there. Yes, it was called the house of the Lord because it was the place where he promised to be in grace, where he promised to be to hear their prayers, and where he promised to be to forgive their sins. And the Lord Jesus, when Andrew and John desire to know where he is lodging, says, Come and see, so that they may find him in grace and mercy. And our Lord still invites us with these words to come and see where he has promised to be, where he lodges and so dwells among us that we may be with him and see him. For that is the highest joy that we can know, to be in his presence and to behold him. Now we can only behold him with eyes of faith, the very same which our Lord opens in us when he works through the Holy Spirit to create faith in us, so that we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Lamb of God, who died to take away our sins and rose again to put us in a right relationship with God. And so we see and know how he is present among us. He is found in his word, for he said, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify to me. The scriptures testify of Jesus who to see in faith, to believe in, is to have eternal life. He's also found in the preaching of the same word. The Lord says to Ezekiel, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When the one sent by God, be it the prophet or the apostle or the preacher, preaches the word of God, the message delivered comes from God himself. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? Here Paul demonstrates that through the proclamation of the word, faith is created that one may call upon the Lord to be saved. Only God can do this work. And so it is he who is truly at work, even though it is through his humble servants. And so Jesus is found in that word. So too the Lord Jesus is found in the sacraments. For in holy baptism it is God again who works to do the baptizing. For only God can make it so that through baptism we are baptized into Christ Jesus and baptized into his death. Only he can make it so that we are buried with him through baptism into death, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of God the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. And in the sacrament of the altar, the Lord Jesus is present with his glorious body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And when we partake in repentant faith, believing him to be the very Lamb of God who died for us, he is there for us in mercy and grace. And yes, he is present even now among us, so that this humble building might be named a house of the Lord alongside the glorious temple of old. 
For our Lord Jesus has promised that where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst among them. And so after Andrew had been given eyes to see the Lord Jesus for who he was, after he had lodged with him, after he had sat at his feet and heard his teaching, after he had saw and experienced his tender care and love, he first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Andrew could not keep this to himself. The Lord Jesus, the desire of nations, the priceless treasure from heaven, which cannot be exhausted, had shared of himself with Andrew by opening his eyes. Andrew could not keep this treasure to himself, but was moved by love to share this with his brother, Simon Peter. When he proclaims the word, we have found the Messiah, the one whom we have been waiting for for generations, who will save us from our enemies of sin, death, and hell. Then he brought him to Jesus, brought him to where Jesus was present, brought him to where Jesus could likewise open his eyes. For Andrew knew he himself could not do this, but Jesus must do it for him. So Andrew plays the part that John the Baptist did for him and points Peter to Jesus and brings him into his presence. He brings him to Jesus so that Jesus could create faith in Peter, so that he could see him with his own eyes of faith and know him for who he is and what he brings, everlasting life, to create in him a faith strong, a faith that is a foundation a faith as a stone. May we also demonstrate this love which flows from our faith in Christ, so that we too may share this news and then bring others where Jesus is lodging, that he may work in them. It may not happen the first time we bring them. It may not happen the second time. But trust that it is not your work, but the Lord's. And if it is his will, he will accomplish it in due time. For he alone can overcome the hardness of our hearts and open our blind eyes. All we can say is friend, sister, brother, neighbor, child, grandchild. We have found the Messiah. Come and see. We can bring them to Jesus for whom everything is possible, even removing our hearts of stone and replacing them with hearts of flesh. Yes, even creating faith in hearts of sinners like us and preserving us by his grace until his final appearing, where we will see him not with eyes of faith, but with eyes of flesh, as he grants to us the fruits of his victory over sin and death to all who believe in him, so that we may live eternally in his kingdom which has no end. May God grant this unto all of us by his grace, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you always. Amen. Amen.